Hi, welcome to The Church Split. My name is Will, and today we're going to talk about another dicey topic. So today we're talking about how Darwinianism leads to racism. That's right. That's a hot take right there. But the problem is, in our world, we are obsessed with race, right? Now this shirt, for, for those who are watching on, uh, watching on audio, listening on audio, though you don't see this, but I'm wearing a shirt right now that says Darwinianism leads to racism. Now you can actually order this on our merch store in the description below, but there's a picture of Dar Charles Darwin here, and the point is that this is so you guys can create conversations. I mean, obviously a hot take like that, where it can be confusing for people. Now what happened with this was originally, Brian and I were talking about racism in our culture today and how our race, how our race, how, yeah, I guess our race, how America is obsessed with race right now. And we were talking about, well, isn't this not a natural logical conclusion uh, of Darwinianism? Racism is a natural logical conclusion to Darwinianism. And this seemed to cause some confusion. Brian made a meme and one guy literally commented and said, what, are you retarded? And he was an atheist thinking that we were wrong. But here's the thing that I will hold by the statement that what we're teaching today, Darwinianism, it does in fact lead to racism. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, many of you guys know Charles Darwin was the man who promulgated the thought of evolution, uh, which is a simply that everything came from something else. It evolved from a single cell organism into all different species that we see today, including us as mankind. A lot of skeptics and atheists latched onto this theory, and now it's become extremely promulgated, and even in Christian circles, the theory of evolution is promulgated. Now, the reason why this became big for skeptics was that it gave them a way out. It gave them a way to deny a creator. You know, if the world truly began with an accidental Big Bang, and then a single-celled organism somehow came from all that, and that we all evolved from, then we get to deny a creator. We get to deny any sort of moral obligation. We get to create our own rules, so to speak. We do not need to acknowledge God. That is why it became popular. And, uh, you know, many people will find that to be controversial, but I don't think it is. And we're seeing that today. So here's the thing. When you believe that everything started from a cosmic accident, that you are in fact hyper-evolved stardust, that you are basically, you know, self-aware a meat suit spinning around a ball of gas waiting to one day die and return back to the earth with no purpose or meaning or morality, it can become a pretty dark and depressing world. And it's funny, the more we've pushed this, the more we are seeing depression rates and suicide rates going up and people feeling like their life is meaningless. Now, that's another tangent for another time, but Darwinianism, this idea that Everything from the ground up is a, is a cosmic accident, and essentially life is survival of the fittest. It leads to racism for this reason. Now let me explain through this. So follow with me here. So if everything evolved from a single-celled organism, and then we see that we are essentially hyper-evolved animals. So when we look at the animal kingdom as we are evolved animals, we can observe the fact that ducks for, forcibly copulate with each other, you know, the males forcibly copulate with the women. Um, then you look over with the monkeys and different monkeys assault other monkeys. You know, baboons are known to be highly territorial. And then you look over and you see that cats even will attack another cat for no given reason. I have huskies and my huskies have no problem dominating over another dog. And you know, when one kills another, when one forcibly copulates, we say that's the natural animal kingdom. That's just them acting out in ways that the animal kingdom behaves. We don't sit there and say that, oh, that was 
rape, that was murder, that was stealing. You know, when the when the raccoon also what what is that Tabitha calls it the uh, the trash panda runs over and takes a bunch of food from the dog bowl outside and runs away with it. We don't say, wow, that raccoon stole because that implies moral like a morality to it, we say it usually takes or, you know, and this, these are just animals being animals. They're just doing what is natural to them. They're responding only on instinct and they're only trying to survive. They're trying to come above all the other animals and show the fact that they are, they can either survive or they can dominate over them. Now, when, uh, let's say, a wolf doesn't like a Pomeranian, we don't say the wolf is racist, right? We just say, well, you know, the wolf is bigger and badder than the Pomeranian. So the thing is, is when we have promulgated in our culture that everything is evolved from, by accident, there is no designer, okay? I'm not talking about theological evolutionists. I'm not talking about you. But what I'm talking about when we're saying it's completely natural processes and no God was ever involved, there's no designer. It creates racism. Why? Because truly, if I am an evolved animal, nothing is right or wrong. Therefore, some animals don't like uh, other animals that are similar to them. For example, you might have had a dog that hates other dogs. Uh, my dog growing up could not stand other dogs. And it, it, it could be, does they look different? It could be the fact they just don't like the presence of another one around. It could literally be anything. We've seen, they even observed that certain species just don't like other certain species just by probably appearance. And it shows something. If we say that we are nothing but evolved animals, that means really right and wrong is something we create for ourselves. It is something that I, as uh, maybe German-American, believe that, you know, that's not right or wrong for me, but that's different for you. And then what ultimately happens is when we say that's truly survival of the fittest, then what is truly wrong with a certain ethnicity saying that they want to be the fittest? In other words, what is wrong with one race or ethnic group of humankind to say that they are above and will be better than and the fittest of all other humankinds? In other words, to repeat this in another way, what was wrong with Adolf Hitler? Was he not the natural logical conclusion of Darwinianism? When we say that it is, the world is just this place where those who are weak will be crushed and will be taken over by those who are not, then why not try to be the strongest? See, that's what Adolf Hitler truly kind of noticed. He wanted the Aryans, the Aryans, especially the German people, to be above the Jewish people and any other ethnic group possible. And we see this all throughout ancient history as well. We see different groups of people saying that they are better than others and that it's all about showing force, a force of strength and dominance over a weaker force. And the thing is, is that if you believe as an atheist or someone who is agnostic, if you truly believe that racism is evil, then first off, by what authority are you saying it's evil if you are just an evolved animal? If you're just an evolved animal, then you simply disagree with another animal. You are simply maybe the complacent Pomeranian snarling in the face of the wolf pack. There is no difference. However, the, there is an answer to this, and that is that we are all equal. And now many people agree with this, yet they affirm Darwinianism. But Darwinianism encourages inequality. It encourages people to dominate over another because they all want to be the survival of the fittest. In fact, they're all, it also encourages people to stab each other in the back at work for the promotion, right? Because I want to dominate. 
the only, the only morality for my life is that I am better. The only morality for my life is I improve my own life. I make my life easier, and if that means I have to crush other people, that's perfectly fine. It's a harsh world, right? Like when you really think about Darwinianism, it's a harsh world. And when you look at nature, it reflects a harsh world. I mean, no one has ever looked at the plains of Africa and thought it was a gracious place for animals to live. No, it's a cruel world. And that is the evidence of a fallen creation in the Christian worldview. The other point is, is that this problem of racism, this problem of one race thinking that they're better than another race, or even one group is greater than another group, because this goes far beyond racism. This goes into every people group ever. The only way to truly solve this is to actually say objectively, not subjectively, not I think we're all equal. Yeah, but the other monkey might just disagree with you. So who are you as a monkey to disagree with another monkey? Who says you guys are, who, who says who is right when really in all reality, you guys are both accidents of the cosmos, okay? But now I'll ask the question, how can I objectively say we are in fact equal? Well, that would require to acknowledge God. That would require to acknowledge that there is a creator of these things, that these different processes that we observe are not by accident, but in fact are designed. In fact, the very uh, atmosphere in which we live, the ecosystems that function, the animals that exist within it are all designed, which means that there is a creator, which means that there is someone who says, no, I created you in the image of God. I created you in my own image. This is the Imago die, and I've mentioned this a few times on our channel, but it's one of the greatest things that we miss in our culture today. If you do not acknowledge that we are created in the image of God, and in fact, that we are nothing but accidentally evolved processes, then you have no standard by which to say that racism or any other groupthink mentality is wrong, or anything is wrong for that matter. But what if... You know, and here's the thing, we all know it's wrong, right? Deep down, you know it's wrong. So what if, in fact, it is not an accident? What if, in fact, you were created in the image of God and so was I? Which is why we are above creation, which is why we think above all others, which is why we need relationships, but also are self-aware and have logic and can critically think. These are things that imply a creator. In order for us to be able to observe the world and see order and structure, that means something outside of this world must have implemented order and structure. If we see that something is right or wrong, these are laws, right? These are natural implicit laws. If we say racism is wrong, then how is that law there to begin with unless somebody gave that law, which would be an objectively based, self-sufficient creator who dictated these laws. See, it is not enough to simply say that something is wrong unless we have a standard by which to claim it is wrong. And if we truly believe that racism is wrong to which it is, then you cannot hold fast to atheism without being self-contradictory. The only people who can truly claim that such a thing is wrong are theists. And those who are the only ones who can do it consistently are those who believe in the God of Jacob, the God of Abraham, the one who sent the Messiah, Jesus Christ, and those who acknowledge that God, Elohim, is the creator of the universe. 
Now, this is, I know, a bit of a hot take, but we have to really sometimes think critically about what we believe and the things that are, are is being promulgated. Because in the postmodern world that we live today, self-contradictory is everywhere. We say we want to include everybody. Meanwhile, we exclude people who disagree with us. And what's, that's another funny thing. If you're evolved creatures, then what's wrong with somebody being exclusive or inclusive? Is it not just the different types of animals functioning differently with different packed mentalities, valuing different values? See, again, it doesn't work unless we have a moral, objective moral law that we can appeal to. And that is only possible in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ and acknowledging the moral law that he has given. Darwinianism leads to racism. That's all there is to it. And only in the Christian God can you find true equality that you, we are all created in his own image. And that is through that, that we understand morality and that we seek to have a relationship with him, but putting our faith and trust in him and pursuing his morality and not our own personal opinions. So anyway, thank you guys for tuning into the Church Split for this short episode, for this quick thought. I just wanted to get this out there a little bit and let you guys know that you can not only just buy these t-shirts and any profit from that goes to buying a new camera so you can see my ugly face better, but also the fact that this creates conversations. I had this conversation with somebody at work, a, a, a few people, and you know, I'm a white guy and I was working with some black people and it was funny because I was like, well, it's funny is that we push Darwinianism in our culture today and is that very pushing of Darwinianism that's causing all the problems we're seeing today because we're saying that, hey, we're all accidents, so who cares? We have thrown God out of the equation. And when we throw God out of the equation, you'll notice it creates more and more problems. And in fact, our world is more divided now than it ever has been, in, at least in America. And yet, outside probably maybe the Civil War, but it's becoming extremely divided. And you know what? We are, we've thrown God out of literally everything. And we said, we don't need God. Meanwhile, you look at the world and basically the, most of our major cities are on fire or have been on fire recently. And let me ask you, how's that going for us? How's that going for us now that we've kicked God out of everything? It's not going good. Not going good at all. And that's because we have denied one of the most important tenets of reality, which is that mankind is created in the image of God and that we receive the breath of life. That is one of the central tenets to Christian faith. So anyway, if you guys haven't already, like and sub to our channel. We got a lot more stuff like this coming out. I love apologetics. It's actually one of my favorite things to do. Uh, the thing is, is I do want to focus on things that tend to uh, cause division in the church, at least for a while. I'd like to cover a lot of the major issues before we start jumping into a lot of apologetics and, e and equipping people on how to deal with... Uh, how to approach the Christian faith in a postmodern world. But anyway, for that, you need to sub to our channel. You need to hit that like button. You need to hit that notification bell. You need to download every episode and audio. And I look forward to seeing your comments in the video below. So anyhow, thank you guys. Again, my name is Will, and this has been The Church Split. Take care.